to each their own. Yeah. Uh, we know people who've been in, uh, engaged at at Amfam Field, so you just have to know what you're in for. <laughs> And don't stand in front of her the and wave. That's the only thing. And don't say the words please <laughs> yeah. in front of your whole graduating class. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In Province Vitrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Okay, so the reason Vince isn't here has nothing to do with his water heater, I promise I promise. He was planning to take today and tomorrow off. Got a water heater issue yesterday. I think it's supposed to be replaced today, he said. Uh, he's not going to go with the flexible tape. I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> no, terrible idea. Terrible idea. But anyway, so if you don't hear his voice, don't don't, don't fret. Don't worry. He's fine. Uh, he'll be back Monday. Just already taken a couple of days. And also... Um, Trying to get five uh, inches of water out of his basement. I'm just kidding. None of that happened. Although he did have to do a little cleanup, he is good to go. So, obviously, we're we're a little bit more than a year from. I'm sorry, a little bit less than a year from the RNC. Mm-hmm. But now we know that the RNC, when it's here in Milwaukee, this is going to be the most memorable event in the city of Milwaukee, politically anyway. That month, ever. <laughs> yeah, that month, <laughs> ever. Ever. This will be just like Chicago back in the day. This will be the one that they're talking about for decades. And we all know why, right? Because we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea who's going to be there, who's going to demand to be the nominee, if things are going to be challenged. That's because we have another possible indictment that could come down at any time. There are possible charges, including conspiracy to defraud the U.S. and witness tampering that the former president, Donald Trump, is looking at, could come down as soon as this week. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum says there are other charges. There is seditious conspiracy linking Donald Trump to the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, obstruction of an official meeting in progress, conspiracy and perjury to overturn the 2020 election, pressuring Mike Pence to not certify the electoral count, and fraud in seeking to substitute alternate slate of electors. So anyway, if all of this even does come down, which isn't anticipated, and if the former president is called before a grand jury like he has been, we don't expect him to be there by today. Today's the deadline. Today's the deadline. Um, he's still going to be running for president. There is nothing that will change. Trump continues to deny any wrongdoing, and for now, Republicans continue to rush to his defense. And one of his biggest rivals, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, even signaled that he's open to a possible pardon of the former president if it came to that. Bottom line, none of this prevents the former president to continue his run for president. In fact, these lines are becoming more and more blurred with his legal defense now becoming a central part of his campaign message. (laughs) That's the platform. It's running on the platform of legal defense fund. Um, It's don't you like I could almost see before we get to next year in Milwaukee, I could almost see more lawsuits challenging whether or not he's even allowed to run. Yeah, I think everyone's playing nice right now. I mean, you saw DeSantis in that piece that from ABC's Rachel Scott kind of kind of trying to curry some voters by saying, ah, you know what, I, maybe I'll pardon him. Yeah, you're in a weird spot right now if you're running to be the, the candidate, right, or the nominee, because you can't go very hard against a, a person that a lot of people still who's, support. Who's leading in the polls. Yeah. And who, by the way, if he's not charged or anything like that, could be the nominee. And likely at this point, I think it's safe to say, would be the nominee. 
Because, you know, you're still hoping maybe there's a cabinet position. You saw it in 2015, <laughs> right? Because everyone was very critical uh, right. of the former president, and then he becomes wow. president. And, well, maybe there's a ambassadorship or there's a position, a chief of staff, maybe something along those lines that could benefit you. Milwaukee 2024 will be the most memorable convention in recent history. I can't imagine what will even come close to it, especially especially if there's still question, which I don't know how there won't be. I mean, there'll be even if he's leading, there'll be challenges, there'll be appeals, there'll be lawsuits from other candidates, lawsuits from folks in on the Democratic side. There'll be all kinds of things to try to get in his way. It is going to be grab your popcorn city all week long. I think once we get down to when it's just, uh, you know, if it's a Chris Christie, a Mike Pence, and a Ron DeSantis along with the former president, you know, the the, the real deal, quote-unquote, candidates, that's when stuff I think you're going to start to see get nasty. You're going to see oh, lawsuits yeah. left and right because then it's the real threat. It's not just a, a pool of 12 or 13 people who are going to be on a debate stage. It's going to come down to, you know, who's the RNC going to support? Who are these major PACs going to support? And that's when I think it'll get uh, real contentious. We'll see what happens. It's 817. Let's change gears. Pretty remarkable story out of Beaver Dam. Uh, I was there recently in Dodge County along with my colleague Dylan Carter, and uh, we were able to meet some remarkable people from a remarkable nonprofit doing some remarkable things with an institutional and iconic company that is based out of or not based out of dodge county but has a large presence there and also across the country we'll tell you that story next wisconsin's morning news with vince vetrano no he did not win the lottery unless he was in california powerball ticket uh the jackpot ticket was sold in la in that area it was not vince this is a planned pto day his water heater is fine. Actually, it's not fine, but it's, it's being replaced. That's not why he's gone today. He'll be back on Monday. Mike Spaulding sitting in with us. Greg Pancake Hill producing. I'm Eric Bilstead. So there's a unique partnership in Dodge County that I was able to uh, witness in person recently. It brings two different entities together. So I, I visited a nonprofit called Green Valley Enterprises. It's part of Opportunities, Inc., and they employ workers with special needs. And one of their biggest partners is John Deere. And John Deere Horicon works. And it's such a, an amazing relationship that provides more than just some assembly line work. Here is that story. I'm walking the assembly line at a plant in Beaver Dam. My job is putting one oil filter in the box. My job is to put oil in the kit. Break down the inserts and open spark plugs. This is Green Valley Enterprises, a unique entity here in Dodge County. Opportunities Incorporated and Green Valley Enterprises is a private nonprofit uh, vocational rehabilitation organization. CEO Barb Ledoux. And we provide training and employment for individuals with special needs. I'm a very hard worker and I love it here. I'm really good with labels, and I know... The team here at Green Valley is building home maintenance kits for one of the most iconic companies across the country. And wear my John Deere shirt and a John Deere cap. One with a large presence right here in Dodge County. I've been working here for 14 years, working on the John Deere line. So the home maintenance kit is a box, a ready-to-sell box that is it can sit on the dealer or mass channel partner shelves. It includes everything that a, a customer would need to do the routine maintenance on their piece of John Deere. 
their equipment. Kevin Duax works with John Deere and used to be on the board at Green Valley. He says the relationship between these entities has been in place for decades. It takes some pressure off of our assembly operations. They have the capacity to do it here while we're building the whole goods. And uh, I think beyond that, it's just a, a great community involvement and a great supplier overall. So if you take a look at the assembly line right now, how are they doing? Are they getting the job done? They're getting the, the job done really well. You guys are very efficient, it looks like. Uh-huh. Claire, Joey, Jesse, and the rest of the team are a well-oiled machine. But don't take my word for it. Just ask Opportunities, Inc. COO Jason Fry. We've reached goals and strides last year, producing over 600,000 kits. And this year are on path to, to, to produce nearly 800,000. And that, that's a lot. That is a lot. Over 12 million kits since the relationship started in 1995. And it's not just about kits. Retired John Deere worker Larry Lang says the life lessons Green Valley workers provide to John Deere employees are invaluable. Frequently, we would come over here with volunteers and I would seek out uh, employees from John Deere to come over and... Almost every time there would be somebody that was a little reluctant to work with individuals with special needs and I'd convince them to come over and almost 100% of the time when I get back to work the next day these individuals would look me up and tell me what a great experience it was and they think that they learn more from that experience than uh, individuals with special needs. It was uh, pretty incredible. I suppose it just helps give them perspective. Exactly. So what's the best part about working here? Back on the floor. The best part about working here is um, you know, working hard, making money, spending time with my friends. I'm an uncle. I have nephews. Oh, very nice. Congratulations. Luke and Alex. Excellent. You want to say hi to them? Hey, Alex. Hey, Luke. In Beaver Dam, Eric Bilstead, WTMG News. So my thanks to the folks there at Green Valley Enterprise, again, part of Opportunities, Inc., also to the folks at John Deere, and especially, and most importantly, to Clara, Joey, and Jesse, and the rest of the team there working the assembly line. Just a remarkable story. If you'd like to learn more, and uh, we have some video there. My colleague Dylan did a great job with the video. Uh, just text the word GREEN. And we'll send the link to you, Green, to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. So that's 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. Text the word Green, and we'll send you that story, plus some video as well. 827. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano. Vince is back on Monday. So there is some pretty strong storms that rolled through northern Wisconsin late last night. And holy cow, if you know anyone in the Rice Lake area, the hail, oof, they're going to be filing some insurance claims today. Just golf ball-sized hail. Looks like some of the pictures we've seen, just uh, some cars just dotted up, the hoods all banged up. Again, in the uh, Rice Lake and uh, northwestern portion of the state of Wisconsin, just some strong storms just leaving some damage rolling through that stress. Something to check in on if you got folks off that way. It is 8.30. you got to get right to a quick break. Then we have news from Adam Roberts in one and a half minutes. Liberating Taco Tuesday. It's free. Taco Tuesday, the dispute between Taco Bell and Taco John's has come to an end. Yeah, so even though we've all been enjoying tacos on Tuesday forever, the term Taco Tuesday had actually been trademarked for more than 40 years by Taco John's. Everyone's heard of Taco John's, right? Sure. The company on Tuesday announced that it would abandon the patent and trademark office registration for it. They said basically, hey, look, we've been 
spending millions of dollars trying to fight this. It ain't worth it anymore. <laughs> like, and, okay, Taco Bell, you can also say Taco Tuesday now. And this was, So this was spurred by Taco Bell, Yeah, correct? Taco Bell was PO'd about it, saying like, hey, you know, th- this should be available to anybody. We all want to celebrate tacos, especially on Tuesday. So Taco Bell said, hey, let's open up the taco here and everyone get to enjoy some. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> why is that funny? Taco John said, you know what? It's time. We're lovers. We're not fighters here. <laughs> it's <is> time. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Anyway, they're back. Everyone can use them. I didn't realize that this was really a thing. Uh, in fact, we even got some texts on this when we were talking about this earlier. Well, what about Friday fish fries? Is that trademarked? Is that an issue? We do a fish fry Friday here. We should trademark it. That's actually a good idea. Let's run that up the flagpole <laughs> and see what happens. So <laughs> anyway, if you, like my kids, have been writing Taco Bell on your grease board, or not Taco Bell, Taco Tuesday on your grease board in your kitchen to announce that we're having tacos for dinner, you can now do that freely and not be sued. I told, told my 11-year-old once, don't write that on the board. What if Taco Bell sued. scoops it up? This is a bully play because they're much bigger than Taco John's. What if they bully Taco John's, give up the trademark, Taco Bell comes in, swoops in, and now they own it? Can that happen? I, I'm not a I don't know. lawyer, but... I think the best thing you can say about this, this is according to Taco Bell CEO Mark King. When tacos win, we all win. So we all win for tacos, that. even on Tuesdays. Perhaps we've jumped the shark on marriage proposals. We've heard so much about when someone is pregnant and they have this big gender reveal sometimes that explodes things. And uh, there's been some issues with that at times. And people have been frustrated by it sometimes. That, oh, what is this? Just a gender reveal? Narcissistic, yada, yada. Anyway, have we gotten to that point? With marriage proposals, there is a viral video now appearing to show a man interrupting a woman's university graduation ceremony so he could propose to her. Here's how it sounded. There's some clapping, and then there's the realization that someone is on bended knee. Some cheering. People are excited. This happened at Newcastle University in the U.K., the woman being proposed to is in shock. <laughs> appears, to put it. appears to be embarrassed. A little bit. He like kind of grabs her hand. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. he's waving to the crowd. I should also point out he also had graduated because he's also wearing a a robe. The two then wave, hug some professors on stage, and then look at this great moment, yada yada. He waves like the Queen of England, though. <laughs> yeah, more than once. He turns and does like the full hand wave. Yeah. It's a little much. So he surprised her. She wasn't expecting that. Um, this goes viral because a lot of people not impressed. One Twitter user commenting, do you know what the worst thing about this is? All of it. Another writing, it's awful, the poor lady. One of the best days of her life, hijacked by a rather selfish prat. Need to hear from, uh, need to hear from a lady. Great need some British ladies to call. insult, by the way, prat. Right? 855-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. Is this too far? Did, did he turn this story all about himself? Did he steal her big day? 855-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. Now, he was graduating also which I do think changes things a little bit. Jen Latta from ESPN Milwaukee joined us earlier and said that she would want a 
you know, very private proposal, and hers ended up being at Disney World in front of family and friends and strangers. <laughs> Mickey, and she, Mickey was there. And she didn't like that. Walt oversaw it. Yeah. It was in this case, did he go too far? Was he really selfish and self-centered and narcissistic to steal her moment, like people are saying he did? I think we lose focus of the two people involved in this. It's a joint decision, right? If you're significant other likes acts of grandeur and is in, enjoys being in the spotlight kind of like this then yeah this is supposed to be about you too and if this is what's going to make them happy then yeah go for it but watching the video and listening to it are two different experiences i think what got me she's kind of like limp-wristed and you're right he like takes her it, it takes like a pleading sense <laughs> yeah. like a whiff of desperation like you are going to say yes say right yes right <laughs> huh? yeah you want this because look at all these people but is it stealing her day is it like is this yeah. one of those things where you don't need to do it all on the same day like a graduation ceremony like that at college again this is in the uk newcastle university is a big deal no matter what so why have your birthday on christmas again something jen suggested like why put it all on the same date yeah, you're putting Doritos on the ice cream sundae, right? Like <laughs> those two things separately, fantastic together, maybe a little bit overkill. I I agree. I'm with her. Uh, from Lauren on the old National Bank Talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Would love to hear from a, a woman on this what their take is on this eight five five six one six one six twenty on the old National Bank Talk and text line. When did these private moments become so public? I really think it's for social media and for people to gain likes. I definitely think that's true. In this case. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the first one to post the video may have been the university, though. Like, not even them, yeah. dude. Or or uh, his now fiance, I, I think. <laughs> I think this ended up The video up looked very professional. Well. Like, it was a, a really good angle of the people who were walking. So they either choreographed this well ahead of time, or there was some university involvement, I think. Uh, here's another one uh, from the 414. Didn't this guy steal everybody's big day? More than two people were graduating. I guess. I think it's a funny aside. If I'm graduate, I don't have I don't have kids. Like I, I don't know, I've never gone through the graduation. No, Vince just did. But if I have kids, I'd be like, hey, remember when you graduated college and those people got engaged? I wonder what's going on with them. Judging by the video, they're definitely going to be divorced by then. But like, <laughs> you know, like like one of those funny things. Like, remember that? That was so strange. That gives you a talking point. The, the worst part is when you if you see the video is he's standing there waving to the crowd while she's almost like behind him cowering for a second like the she's so like yes like so embarrassed and and here's one from the 715 what if she ends up saying no <laughs> she looked like she kind of thought about it for a second the rest of her life she gets to look back on her graduation day with this as the defining moment now i guess and that i suppose that probably does happen but I wouldn't have proposed to my now wife if I thought she was going to say no to me. Yeah, it seems like something you should probably clear up beforehand. Right. And just speaking as someone who got engaged within just actually over just a year ago, uh, yes, that was definitely a conversation we had had well before yeah. I went down on one knee. And it, for in my case, it was just the two of us. We were actually on the shore of Lake Ontario uh, we took a trip to Niagara Falls, and I specifically did not do it there because, as we all know, Niagara Falls is one of the most populated tourist destinations in the world, and that would, while it looks pretty, would be an awful setting for something like that. And she made it clear right away, no public proposal. It's going to yeah, be yeah, just yeah. you and I. It'll be memorable no matter what, I suppose. In this case... Uh, from the 414 woman here, <laughs> All right. she says, propose after the ceremony. 
Propose yeah. after the ceremony. Yeah. Right, well, I don't like to yuck people's yums. Who eats their own? Yeah. Uh, we know people who've been in, uh, engaged at, at Amfam Field. So. You just have to know what you're in for. <laughs> and don't stand in front of her the and wave. That's the only thing. And don't say the words please <laughs> yeah. in front of your whole graduating class. <laughs> don't grab her wrist. <laughs> and just put the ring on. <laughs> here, here, here. She said yes, right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> hey, hon, do me a solid. <laughs> yeah. 850. <laughs> Should be a nice one today. Partly cloudy, breezy, warm today, a high of 85. Tonight, clear, a low of 63. Forecast always sponsored by Daydre Campaigning, where your comfort is their family's tradition. So, Barbenheimer starts this weekend. Lots of content and lots of news about the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer flick, the biopic about Robert Oppenheimer, who helped make the atomic bomb. So far, the reviews have been mixed on Barbie, and they've been pretty solid on Oppenheimer, which is a Christopher Nolan flick. He's a director that I just cannot get enough of. I just I like a director who is willing to take a risk and not make your cookie cutter. Yeah, not a lot that, of people that could handle this this story either, director wise in right? Hollywood right now. Uh, so I wanted to mention this because we're going to hear more from her tomorrow because just a fascinating conversation I was able to have with Miss America. Her name is Grace Stanky. She's from Wausau. She's Miss America, and she is a um, nuclear engineer student. She studied at UW-Madison. And what makes her so remarkable is that, you know, she's kind of seen both worlds when it comes to the glam of the Barbie world, so to speak, and, of course, the the science and everything that goes along with creating an atomic bomb and nuclear uh, energy and nuclear engineering. So she tweeted out a couple of days ago, you know, she was kind of teasing Mattel and teasing Barbie and Oppenheimer and had them all tagged in her tweet saying, hey, you know, I, I, I'm both of these. You know, when are we going to make a when are we going to make an event about this? And she has gotten some reaction. Here's what she said she plans on doing. Well, I am going to be trying to see both of them in one day. I definitely am going to see them within the next seven days. I would say for sure. Um, scheduling is always a little questionable with me, so I've got I have a, a lot going on. But I'm super excited for both Barbie and Oppenheimer, uh, specifically for Oppenheimer as a as a nuclear engineer. Yeah, she had a lot to say about Robert Oppenheimer and his impact and whatnot. So we'll we'll bring that to you in Wisconsin Morning News tomorrow. Just some fascinating stuff from the Wausau native Miss America Grace Stanky. So there's also a pretty neat event taking place this weekend on Saturday in downtown Milwaukee. It's the Tory Lowe Walk Against Violence. Now, Tory Lowe is a community activist who more recently is also a host at 1017 The Truth. He's been there a couple of years now. And it, there's, you're not going to meet someone who cares more and loves more uh, the people of Milwaukee. And he does a lot of, it, it sees a lot of tragedy and, and works with a lot of families that are dealing with just terrible things that you wouldn't imagine. And he does this walk every year, this walk against violence. And he talked, I, I caught up with him yesterday, and basically what he said was, you know, a large part of the reason for the walk is to make sure people know that they can help by not harboring, by not stopping, by making sure authorities know if there are bad people in their neighborhood. We got to send a message and bring awareness that innocent life, we cannot tolerate innocent life being harmed. And I think that that's the message every year to get people to cooperate if they know, have any information, make sure we can get these people off the street that are committing these violent acts. We can tell our families, hey, look, I love you. I support you. 
But if you get out here and cause problems to other people, innocent people, uh, we're gonna we're gonna strike against you, and we're not gonna support that. And if people can start doing things like that, better things will happen when it comes to progress in our community which direction are we headed right now have you seen it get better no it's it's not getting better i'm gonna be honest with you i'm an advocate i got a lot of hope you know as far as the people within the people but right now at least on the north side of town i think the leadership is is regressing Uh, a lot of regression i see i don't see forward progress more now than ever, we need real change. We need different philosophies, and we need competent leadership that knows exactly how to maneuver in these tough times. Now, when you're talking about leadership, are you talking mayor? Are you talking council I'm members? I'm talking about council members, mayor. The north side of Milwaukee has a lot of negative statistics, and they keep piling up. Yeah. So whoever the elected on the north side, I think that we need a new coaches. My strategy is if the team ain't doing so well, yeah. Get new coaches. Tori Lowe from 101.7 The Truth joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Got a big event on Saturday that we have on our website, too, that you can find at WTMJ.com. You know, I, I hear oftentimes, well, idle hands. You know, if we had more opportunities, perhaps for the youth, uh, more job right. opportunities, things like that. Is that is that legit? Is well, that something well, where... it's very legit, what you just said. It's legit because there's only two ways, two known ways in history to reduce violence. That's better economics and better education. And right now, Milwaukee have some of the worst test scores yeah. in the country. And on the north side, the economics are, are bad. It's, it's, uh, the economic percentages in the black community is very low. So I'll tell you this. You know, we need those two ideas to improve if we want to see any real changes. I think a lot of people, they get organizations say, I'm going to go talk to these people. I'm going to go counsel these people. I'm going to try to go talk to the school. But those are not the real ways to reduce violence, economics, and better education. Tory Lowe and his walk against violence taking place this weekend. Uh, Thanks to 101.7 The Truth for that and our teammate over there. Like I said, you're not going to meet someone who cares more about the people of Milwaukee than Tory Lowe. So that event taking place Saturday morning. We have all the details. If you're interested in taking part or you want to learn more, just text the word WALK to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Text the word WALK, W-A-L-K, to 855-616-1620. Sandy Max and Steve Scafidi are next. It's 858.